Hi, I'm Brandon. I love epics Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise epics Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and epics, who knew? And this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Um, hello, everybody. Oh, Happy Monday boy. to you. Everybody, let's do this together. Let's do this together. Breathe in. Breathe out. It's Monday. It it's is a Monday. new week. It's, it's a new, new week. Yes. And we can decide to let the Mondays get the best of us. That's right. Or we can have a wonderful day. We can have a wonderful and day. And I think we're going to have a wonderful day today, I think Dan. we are too, Brian. Alonzo, hello. Happy Monday to you. Hello. We could be like Garfield and hate Mondays, but love lasagna. That's right. That's also it's a, my birthday pos- today. In fact, <gasps> wow! Um, happy birthday! So I'm going to have a good day today. I feel good about it. Yeah. Is it a is it a big birthday? It's forty. What? So I mean, you wow. know, there's wow. that. I made it. Welcome to old. You know, the doctor said I was going to have to have a total knee replacement before I was forty. One hundred percent chance, and I didn't have to have one. Wow! So you hear that, doctors? <laughs> Touch Wrong again. Next week, though. That's right. And they say miracles don't exist That's anymore. That's right. That's right. How about that? Yeah. You're Here. a you're a walking. I'm miracle. walking proof. He's and, and you're still walking. And I'm still walking. That's right. How about that? Yeah. Well, although I'm getting into pickleball and it's killing me. <laughs> it's I don't know how much more walking I'm gonna be able to do. Yeah, that's fair. It's tough. But, out there, yeah. Man. Well, listen. You wake up so sore the next day. Like, what Could did I you do? Be any fortier? You made it to forty, and you said, "Give me the pickleball." Hey, please. when you go out there, I'm like one of the oldest people out there. I'm just letting you know. It's <laughs> it's, it's a young man's sport. It's a young now. man's mm. game, pickleball. It's, out, it's out on the it's on the national circuit now. That's right. Old guy, old guys started it, but yeah. that it's been taken over now. Daniel's midlife crisis. Does he buy a sports car? No. Does he start playing pickleball? Yes. Yes, yes. he does. Yes, I did. I literally started pickleball playing Pickleball is ago. your sports car. It's my sports car. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. I've got a tattoo I'm getting. But I have two tattoos, so that's not really what, a midlife well, You're crisis. getting a 40 tattoo? I'm not God, no. What are you talking about? I, I'm getting a tattoo. I need to talk to you about this. I I don't, is it me? It's not you. Oh, <laughs> oh is, is it, can I ask you this? Yeah. Is it a tattoo that looks similar, like a combination of... You and Zach Galifianakis. It it isn't okay. Nah, nah, um, nah. nah. You know what? If you get forty as a Roman numeral, oh, it's XL. It's ooh XL. That's fun. that's fun. Yeah, I could just put it right on the back where my shirt size would be. Yeah. Right here. Take that, the guess. Oh no, out. no, that's just it is my shirt size coincidentally, but also <laughs> it's from the time I turned forty. Are you are you are you willing to share what you're getting? Uh, it's for it's in honor of my sons. Oh, okay, uh, is what I'm getting. Ooh. I'll explain it to you. I'm not going to do the whole bit. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay. Um, so it's not me. It is not you. No, you've yet to get a tattoo in honor of me. You don't have any tattoos, right? But at least I've ever made a million dollars. At least I'm evens. If you'll know if Brandon and I ever make a million dollars, because if Brandon and I had a pact that if we ever made a million dollars doing this job, which never happens, because we either spend our money on food or give it away. Uh, <laughs> That we would get each get the Bramble Jam logo tattoo on our body somewhere, and brand that was a pack brand made with me. He shook my hand. I've started flirting with the idea of getting a Christmas tree tattoo. Ooh, hmm. but okay. also pain. And I'll go I'm get not, one with you. A Christmas tree? Yeah. If you will, get you a rip it off tree, your body the day after <laughs> no, Christmas. No, if you get a Christmas tree tattoo, I'll go get one with you. I got a couple tattoos. It's not like I'm like I'm terrified of needles like you are. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh oh, did I just delete all That's my fair. notes? 
Did you did you shake your phone? Yeah, it it it, undo, it undoes. What's okay, going it, on with this thing? <laughs> no, if you shake it, down. if you shake it, it says undo uh, thing. Got yeah. it. I do have my notes. We're talking about this is Christmas, mm-hmm. a movie from Epics. Uh, we love that. Uh, we know that channel. We know that. Sh- I've actually watched something on Epics before. Okay. I had Chris Pillai in it. The there get, you go. The Get Shorty television show, which is actually I, fun. I think Epics is now MGM Plus. Yes, Ooh, I do think plus. it has been uh, been rebranded. Yeah. Uh, December 9th, 2022 is when it premiered, and it went a little something like this. A narrator is talking about Christmas as we see some people walking around the London streets. Uh, we cut to a train, and a guy is going around checking people's tickets, and there's a guy named Dean who can't find his ticket, despite claiming that he has season tickets, which uh, I also have season tickets to uh, to this show. Cool, buddy. <laughs> um, okay, so um, it's going great. Yes. So the train conductor says, "I got to charge you. I, you don't have your ticket. I got to charge you for a ticket." And uh, he's like, "I can't afford that." And that's when a group of people on the train all pipe up and say, "Hey, we know this guy. We've seen him. He definitely has a season ticket. Just let him go." So the train uh, guy, the conductor is like, okay, okay. So the train gets to the station and Adam and Emma, who were on the train, they bump into each other. They do some fun little banter and they go on their way. And Adam begins to wonder, why don't I just talk to the people that I see on the train every day a little more often? It's December 12th and they're all on the train. And uh, the train stops. And so while it's sitting there, Adam decides to go for it by standing up and saying, we should all chat and get to know each other more. So I'm going to throw a Christmas party for just the people on this train. After work, the train uh, after after that speech, the train uh, starts uh, going, and everybody's you know just kind of like what just happened, basically. Um, so after he gets done with work, the train gets canceled for the night, and so he strikes up a conversation with Emma, who is also trying to get on that train, um, and is the girl that he bumped into earlier. They go across the street to the calf, as they call it. The calf. You going to go to the calf? Right across the street to the calf. Uh, which I like. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, to wait for a ride, and they're going to talk about like the other passengers and what they imagine they are like, and and what they uh, what they like and whatnot. So uh, she agrees to help him plan the party. It's party planning movie. Uh, Emma is going to be moving to Chicago in the new year with her boyfriend, and Adam also has a girlfriend, but neither of them seem to be really clicking with their partners at this specific point in time. Uh, Adam does an update for the train saying that the party is going to be on the 22nd and he asks who's coming. A couple people raise their hands, including Dean, the guy from the beginning of the movie that didn't have his ticket. And Dean makes an unbelievably impressive party invitation because uh, that's just what he does. He's Dean. Don't worry about it. Um, what begins to happen on the train is wild. You you wouldn't believe it. Adam keeps updating about the party, and they start talking to each other. There's a buzz around the train. People talking to people. Can you believe it? Adam and Emma are basically spending every waking minute together, checking out venues, drinking some drinks, eating some food. He starts to realize that maybe his girlfriend isn't the one for him. They decide that they're going to have the party at his 
literally perfect office. And Emma's boyfriend unexpectedly shows up and says, hey, I'm here. We have an event that I have to go to on the 22nd. You're coming. She's like, uh, I've got the train party on the 22nd. And he's like, you can't go to the train party. You're coming with me. Uh, Emma and Adam uh, work on this old projector and they start a reel that Dean made because it's Dean uh, that like uh, it's moving and it's like the party invitation, but in movement form. And they uh, almost kiss, but she pulls back and she's like, hey, I can't go to the party. And he's like, hey, you're like me. You're lost. We got to figure this out. And she's like, don't judge me. You got to get your stuff together before you start talking about my stuff. And she's like, I'm not going to the party. Gone. Crushed. Adam tells the train that he's canceling the party. But the party don't start till I walk in. Literally. They still decide, you know, we're going to do the party. They trick him into coming. They surprise him. And the party, the party has everything. Great sweaters, a surprise old famous footballer, a fight, a proposal, a sweet demonstration of goodwill towards men. And most importantly, Emma shows up after breaking up with her boyfriend and they kiss big ones. The movie ends with it being Christmas morning and the snow is falling and the narrator encourages us to say hello to people around us. And that, my friends, was This This is Christmas! Christmas. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to break this movie down with four segments here on Deck Deck the the Hallmark. Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we're talking about This is Christmas, a movie from 2022 that uh, was on Epics. Epics. And uh, we're going to break this movie down with four seconds. We're going to start with a hot take. I'm going to start with you, Alonzo. Alonzo, what do you think about This is Christmas? <laughs> My heart. Um, <laughs> this movie is quite lovely. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, you know, I, we have been trained over the years by by Hallmark and their imitators to think that these always have to be love stories. And there is a central love story here. And it's like, okay, fine. They don't begrudge you that. But there's so many other ways to tell stories about people becoming their best selves at Christmas. That is the thing that I love the most. Like that's what a Christmas carol is all about. It's what so many of the, the, the best Christmas stories are. It's not just about, you know, two people fall in love. It's about people become reawakened to the sense of the brotherhood of humankind, you know, and and this movie, I think really nails that, uh, in a way that I I was, that caught me by surprise. I I did not know how much I was going to be sort of swept up into all this. And obviously the Brits have an advantage here that, you know, (laughs) London always looks great at Christmas time. They have a much better rail system than we do, obviously. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so this really works, you know, Dr. Sharon from Ted Lasso is a bonus. Um, but yeah, I, I I was, this is one of the best, uh, I, of this ilk that I have seen. Did you cry? I got a little, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this movie rules. Uh, <laughs> I did cry. I, it wasn't, it just wasn't like a one tier. It was multiple tears, um, at multiple times. And what I didn't do a great job of in this synopsis, admittedly, because it's just hard to do it well, is show just how good this movie does at developing people. Like you just in relation, like just it's just so good. Like you, you just find yourself 
being like, yeah, I love, I love every storyline that's on screen. You're like, I'm here for this right now. And you're not like, I wasn't constantly being like, let's just get back to the thing. Like I loved, I loved uh, every single relationship and it just, it moved along so wonderfully. This movie is um, uh, 25-ish minutes longer yep, than um, a standard Hallmark or a standard made-for-TV movie, and it didn't feel like it. It just it felt perfect. And, yeah, I, I, I absolutely loved it. And, I you know, I just think, like, yeah, it's, it's not often you end one of these movies and you just go, yeah, yeah, what? Let's say hello. And you just kind of want to break into song. And so, um, yeah, a big fan of this one. Big fan. Dano. This movie's 26 minutes uh, longer than a Hallmark movie. It features the worst TV Christmas movie trope, party planning. Mm-hmm. It features the worst plot hang up, which is, I, I think I'm falling for you, but I'm dating someone else. It is mawkish, and it has maybe two too many storylines, and I adored it. Oh! Dan like the movies. Dan like the movies. Whoa. Um, This is hands down the best of these I've ever seen. Wow. Um, And that's for a number of reasons, some of which you guys did touch on. Uh, One that hasn't been mentioned yet. Alfred Enoch is phenomenal in this movie. It ends and begins with the same narration, and you feel differently about it when it ends. Um, it should like this movie is what Christmas is actually all about. The thing that Hallmark and Lifetime and Up are trying to short circuit and skip to get to to give you all those feels to get you your Christmas high. This movie does naturally. Um, I one hundred percent teared up in this movie. Um, it is about finding a community and uh, knowing that you matter because there's something out there bigger than you. Um, and it does so amazingly over and over and over again. There are four or five central storylines. They all crush in this movie. You want the best for every character, and you get that for every character. Uh, there's love. There's loss. There's Christmas. It's phenomenal. I got chills. I loved it. We'll watch again next year. Wow. This is Christmas. Best that you Will ever you watch done. it this Christmas? Yeah. Is that yeah, too I soon? I, I wow. loved it. I adored this movie. Like, adored it. It was so, so good. And I was taken aback, I think, to Alonzo's point. Like, your, your Christmas or mine, great movie, really funny, but you kind of had the feeling, Asa Butterfield, like, that you could tell budget-wise. This movie, a lot of it takes place in a train. The sets are minimal. They don't have a lot of money here. But the writing, the acting across the board, everybody just crushes in this movie. And it's so good. Every storyline works. It's wonderful. It's so, it's like, it is so joyful. It is what I imagine brand feels like watching all of these movies. And, and, and so you see, now you get it. I, if they were all like this, I would get it. But you know, ghost of Christmas, always the first scene, you know, something great is happening in this movie. It just sneaks up on you. You're just like, he starts doing this narration and I'm like, all right, I, this is stupid. And then it's like party planning movie. I'm like, 
double down on stupid. And then they're both dating other people. I'm like, this doesn't have a chance. And then cut to me watching a bunch of open envelopes holding back tears. I like, I like legitimately I couldn't like, I, 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 I this is the first TV Christmas movie I've ever cried at like legit tears for me. It's that good. You need to find it. You need to watch it, please. It is. It 100% holds up. I can't wait to watch it again. It's a great movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And you know what? For weeks, months, even I've been asked this question by you numerously, which is why are we doing this? Yeah. Why are we going are we back to 2022 yes. and sitting through all these stinkers? And it's because of the stuff like this that might fall through the cracks. Yes. Who would have, who would have thought let's go. We got to do the epics movie. And can I say this? Can I say this brand? You were right. You're right. This, this movie Make I, it a remix. I, Do something. I, I, you legit, were right, Brandon. You 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 were right. Hey le- hey. Legitimately, I don't. I'm still mad at you about like Unicorn for Christmas <laughs> and others. But this movie, we I would have never watched it otherwise, and it's fantastic. You, you got to go check Thank it you. out. Unicorn for Christmas is still better than. This. I mean, but you've got roles like the guy. <laughs> I can't, Stop guys. It. Stop it. I can't. Um, what were you gonna say? This this movie like. The fifth and sixth on the call sheet of this movie. The old guy who played Muskrat Sam. He's my favorite part of this Muskrat movie. Muskrat Sam in he's Harry Potter. Peter Pettigrew. He, he is a Him and of some Dean's sort, right? storyline. He's also been in some Mike Lee movies. Okay. So got, oh, movies. okay. Really? I, he was my favorite part of this movie. And I thought him and uh, Dean, uh, that whole thing Man. is just... Whoa. When he man, when he when he opens up the presents, Brand, I had to watch this separately from Brand. And when he opened up that present, Brand came into the studio, and I was about to leave, and and, and I am like literally like trying. And Brand walks by, I said, "You're not going to want to come in here right now, Brand. It's going to ruin this movie for you." And Brand's like, "Are you crying?" And I'm like, "No, get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> um, it's time for all the feels where we talk about uh, any feels that we had. Um, and I guess we could just skip this segment because there's none. But we'll see if I we mean, can muster them up. I only have two weight what's. That's right. the whole list for me. That's it. Um, Alonzo. I mean, you could skip the segment because this movie is wall-to-wall feels. Yeah. It's all feels all the time. Sally's Envelope. I Come mean, on. So good. I'm, Come on. I'm dying. Uh, Alonzo, can you, for just, the people at home, I didn't, I didn't. It's just, yeah. can you, can you just unpack what Sally's envelope is? Sure. So this woman talks about how her, her partner, Sally would always leave her this, uh, this envelope on the mantelpiece on December 1st. And then when she opened it on Christmas day, it was empty. And the reason for that, it was kind of a running joke between them. They were at the grocery store. One time there was a, an old a pensioner, an old lady in front of them who was buying like a little turkey dinner for one and a little Christmas pudding for one. And she didn't have enough money and had to put the pudding back and just seemed really distraught. So Sally helped the woman with her her cart and slipped a 20-pound note into her purse. And so the the thing was every year was the she says oh and that by the way that came out of your christmas card yeah so the joke was that every year the empty envelope was 20 pounds that should have gone to the partner but instead got given to somebody else who really needed it and that became the tradition and it's just such a beautiful story and then they there's a payoff to it oh, later yes. a big payoff that we're not big gonna payoff. spoil no. for anybody I, it's better you just need to see it. Yes. oh man yeah uh so that's that was my my giantest feel i loved 
because this is a subversion of tropes, which I always love in these movies when somebody pays attention enough to do it. Uh, when I wrote the book with you guys, we had a space on the bingo card for the couple who isn't together yet being mistaken for a couple. Yeah. yeah. And very was saying, Oh, Oh no, we're not. Yeah. And in this movie, when that oh. happens, they go, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, what are we like, want okay. six kids. Yeah. That'd be a whole bit. I and like it's perfect. Yeah. 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 So yeah, nothing but feels. Um, so the, the envelope woman, um, I don't remember her name. I remember Sally's name. I don't remember her name. What is it? Lisa? Yeah, I think sure it is that. Lisa. Yeah. Um, so after uh, Adam cancels the party because he's yeah. sad about um, about uh, what was her name? Um, uh, Emma. Do you have a um, problem with women? I have a problem <laughs> with names. Lin- Linda is Sally's partner. Linda. Linda. Do you have a problem with women's name? Um, so I, uh, so he is at, he's like returning the wine that he got for the party and they sit down and they're having a conversation and uh, she says this line talking about Emma and she's like, uh, she looks at you the way that I looked at Sally. And then she says, it might not be, but it could be everything, <laughs> which is just that's what it's all about, man. Oh, like you just you 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 live life and you hope you hope you find that person. And man, that line it, that's it. It might not be it, but it, if it is, it's it's everything. And yeah, that's come it, on, man. That's what it's all about, right there. That line was so good, Dan. I realize my feels is going to sound like I'm selling something, uh, and I hate that. The, the very fiber of my being hates that. Um, I did not. You were burning a lot of essential oils That's during this I movie, was. which and is Canada dry uh, <laughs> makes a mean orange sparkling seltzer for philo.tv. Um, I didn't realize till I was in college. And I think I've said this before, maybe not on the podcast, but until I was in college that not everyone had a like a family they wanted to go back to for the holidays. Like for a lot of people, there's there's struggle in the family and there's strife and there's loss and death and there's anger and resentment. There's all these things that build up over time. They're terrible. And I was very fortunate to have a, a wonderful family who, uh, you know, was able to disagree agreeably and loved each other no matter what. And I didn't realize that that wasn't the case for everyone until I got into college. Um, and then after I left college over the next 20 years of my life, exactly, uh, believe it or not, um, I was able to start my own family. And I was able to become a part of a really cool community uh, that we have right now, uh, the, the Bramble Jam community. And both of those instances um, reinforce the fact that the best families are the found families. The, the families Oh, gosh, that, Aaron's crying again. <laughs> the families that you find a commonality... Uh, you find something that's so good you can't help but share it. And they bring you Canada, Canada Dry. <laughs> Lots of Canada, Canada Dry. dry. Um, well, uh, Ar- Armist and in one of the Tales of the City books talks about the difference between your biological family and your logical family. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this movie uh, creates a found family that reminds you just how important community is and how you're, you shouldn't... Uh, feel as though you have to do the things on your own or, or, or you have to do it yourself, that there's someone out there that has a commonality with you that you just need to say hello to, or someone just needs to say hello to you and finding that family that, that is, that is the redemptive work of Christmas. And I, I, 
I I was overwhelmed by that watching the movie and afterwards. And so at BrambleJamPlus.com for <laughs> <laughs> for ten dollars yeah. a month you can find your family Ha! that's exactly right sorry about the last part but i'm in every code pod yeah. <laughs> but it's like this whole movie like it yeah. just kind of like lands on this whole idea which is like yeah it's easier not to say hello that's right but like yes what if you did yeah, what if exactly. you did man and there's something about christmas that facilitates yeah. taking that step in a way that you would never do it at any t- other right. time of the year right Bingo. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the Wait What's and the uh, That's Epic. <laughs> this has been a really sweet episode so far, so let's F stuff up. It's time, <laughs> for, the, it's time for the Wait What's part of the show. It's what we talked about one of those many minutes ago. Wait, what? Epics? What are you doing here? Uh, Alonzo. Uh, yeah, I had two, and one of which actually I realized I was wrong in hearing your plot synopsis, so I dropped that one. I, I wasn't sure how Emma knew where the party was, but they'd already established it was going to be yeah. at the office. Uh, the biggie for me is the medals. Yeah. Uh, we are meant to understand that not only does Dean uh, uh, take Ray's medals you know, to do this wonderful thing for Ray, but doesn't tell him, yeah. also stops riding the train so that it looks real sus yeah. Yeah. that he's not around <laughs> yes. and that he's like scarkened off with these medals and then does show up at the party and the fight breaks out and everything. And it's like, OK, th- we really had to pile a lot of very flimsy things to get to that moment but that's kind of it everything else pretty much makes human logical sense him stealing someone's prized possession and not saying (laughs) anything about it and then not riding the train was tough and i didn't have that written down but that's i i I gave it because i knew what was happening as soon as that whole scene started you're like oh this is the good stuff so i i I just let it ride but you're 100 right it is it is a problem Um, I have a few. One, I can't believe it took him this long to realize that his office is the perfect party place. There it is. I kept there it is. Every time they were at his office, I was like, man, this place is awesome. This place is dope. It is the ultimate wait what of this movie. And then she like has to convince him over days. Yeah, it is made for a party for a dozen people. It's perfect. It's ideal. You couldn't pick a better place if you tried. And she's like, do you think so? He's like, no. Are you sure? No way. This wouldn't work we'd have to move these two desks out of the way yeah it's just too much um apparently adam has a dog uh, for a scene i believe he's sitting on a bench with a dog and i don't remember the dog before then we definitely don't see the dog after that um but shout out to adam's dog when he he first comes home there's the okay 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 well great well good the dog does disappear for giant chunks of the film almost entirely for all of it um the sync app's just a calendar right the (laughs) the guy the guy's like i might have something on tuesday and the other guy's like did you check out the sync app that i told you about he's like all right let me look at it tuesday's clear that's a calendar that's like a calendar tells you what's going on on any given yeah. any but given I would day believe that i would believe that that guy needs yeah. to be like walked through yeah the correct yes. universe you know uh last but not least adam's ringtone for a uh, text or calls is wind chimes oh. and he should have to go and like see a therapist <laughs> that i can't think of yeah. there's the, like That's just tough. the sound like just imagine god wink chimes <laughs> every time <laughs> every time someone reaches out to you that's That's tough and it's mean to everyone around you dan this movie is too good and does 
too much work to establish too many characters to throw 10 extra random people into this party. Yeah. Why? Why did you do that? Why are those people, I get they're in the train car, we don't know any of them. Like we don't know any of these people, and in this even moment, having some of them just raise their hand that they're coming would have been helpful. Would have been nice. Yeah. But to have this thing where we established basically ten people that have made this connection, and to throw in ten more to make the party look full, I, I just didn't like that. I didn't. I was just kept going. Why are these people here? in this very intimate space with this community and I don't know them, that really bothered me. Yeah. Um, and then the guy who's the lead singer of the band uh, pitches an idea to this <laughs> businessman. What's the idea? Good luck. <laughs> um, there's a reason that he's a bar band lead singer <laughs> and not successful. Because good Lord, he goes through a story of how grocery stores stopped using plastic because it was bad for the environment and told you to bring your own bag and then they pulled the old okie doke on you and sold the bags in store so you would buy them and then the guy was like that's brilliant and he's like that's my idea what's your idea what is it they already did that they already did that bro you got to come up with your own thing that's not an idea that's an example is what that is what is happening you did you all this time. Your girlfriend is so impressed with your pitch. She's never heard it because that wasn't a pitch. That is nothing. You sold me nothing. I was waiting for him to get to the part that was an yeah. actual pitch. And they just cut it. They're like, you see how they sold you the bag? And this guy in a suit's like, that's genius. And he's like, thank you. And then they're like, how'd the pitch go? And he's like, they didn't buy it. It's because you weren't selling anything, sport. It's been you got to sell a product. You can't just have an idea that's already happened. So I got an idea. So one time, a guy planted a tree, and that tree made apples. <laughs> there it is. There it so is. So what if we... Uh, what if we sell hot dogs at uh, baseball games? Okay. Cool. Now, what's your idea? That's it. That is. What if we do it that? Was, it was one of these things where you're pulling for everyone in this movie, but you're like, I love this movie with a burning passion. I can't let that fly. That <laughs> is. He did tell yes. that though while wearing one heck of a purple turtleneck, right. and yeah. uh, he was pulling it all the way off. Yeah, it, it was, was fantastic. Sure. Uh, it was yeah, very yeah, purple, yeah. and it was awesome. There you have it. Uh, it's time for that's epic. It's where we wonder what could have been, maybe happened that would give any clarity to any questions that we still have, uh, Alonzo. I absolutely buy the premise of this movie and I am moved by the premise of this movie. And yet at the same time, like the Baxter for Adam, I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> I think in real life, yeah. I would be like, no, thank you. Yes, yes. Let's just keep ignoring each other. <laughs> the movie did not move me in that regard in terms of wanting to do it in real life. But it, within the framework of the movie, absolutely, yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I was so glad it happened. Would never. <laughs> yeah. Would never on a train? No. Uh, train, Somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to die somehow. I and don't you're know. stuck with those people day after day, no matter what happens. No matter so. what happens. Yeah, 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 different world. I'm not even really sure what my question is aside from Dean. Just, he does a lot of things that is very impressive in this movie. And I don't even really know what to do with it. He makes the most amazing party invitation I've ever of seen. all time, yeah. He then makes that party invitation into an animation and puts it on film. Yeah, yeah. 
And then he does it. Like, he's just the most amazing person who knows yes. so yes. many insane skills. That's it. Just well, how did he get well, all that? How that, did you learn about all that? That, uh, I had, like, I guess I have, uh, uh, you know, that, that was epics, which, <laughs> which is, um, the fact that somehow this foot famous footballer from the most famous Liverpool team of all time has lived in anonymity for so long, literally until someone says his name, do they're like, Oh, you're that guy. Like, I don't know how that happened. If this is the most famous Liverpool team in the history of, of, of Liverpool teams, they would have done a documentary. They would have interviewed people. I found that to be hard to believe, but I had a, a number of feels in this movie. The one that I shared in my field segment was the most, but close behind it was when they give Dean a chance to do this thing. Yeah. To, to make like to work for them. And his business partner is like, um, dude, we have all these degrees and all this experience. Why are we giving this guy a chance? And then Alfred Enoch responds, why wouldn't we give him a chance? We yeah. know that he's talented. <laughs> we know he's talented. We don't know anything else about him. Yeah. And it, it was this great spirit of entrepreneurship of sometimes you just you just take the leap and trust that someone's ability outweighs this resume that maybe they didn't have the opportunity or privilege to, to get or to earn. Yeah. And I loved that about this movie. But it does lead us to more questions about yeah. Dean. There's no doubt about it. He is the most interesting person in the world. I'm, I mean, are we... Are we meant to understand that he's on the spectrum? Because that was kind of the the vibe I was getting from the performance, and I just thought maybe he's like this untapped savant who for has sure could be. Like, uh, I just art I, skills. I thought that he was working a job he didn't like, barely making ends meet because we know he doesn't have money, and right. he has this talent, and he just doesn't have anyone to hire him that'll let him do this talent. That's sure. how I read him. But on the spectrum, could very yeah. well be. He's yes. a, just a, fa it's a fascinating yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. line of skills that he has, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations. Uh, next week, we're heading uh, back over for uh, a BET Plus movie called Christmas Party Crashers. Oh, boy. Christmas Party Crashers. Christmas everybody. Party Crashers. That's, that's where we're heading. Uh, well, until then, well, actually, until tomorrow, but either way, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.